Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Today I'd like to share with you the memory of a great, great man, our beloved Dr. Brendan McGuire, who passed away last year on October 9th after receiving the last rites and the apostolic pardon. Brendan McGuire was a devoted husband, father, a brilliant professor, lover of baseball, lover of rugby, and he died after a nearly decade-long battle with cancer, a very heroic battle. He was only 37 years old. Words simply cannot express the incredible esteem and the love that the entire Christendom family had for Brendan as a faculty member, as a mentor, as a friend, and as a colleague. He gave so generously of himself in the midst of his suffering despite the many challenges, but he loved the mission of Christendom College and its students. Never will forget his deep faith, his love, and the passion and the intense joy that he took in living life. He was born on March 5, 1983, and he was valedictorian of his class in 2003. He earned a bachelor's degree in history and classical studies here at Christendom College. And following that graduation, he went off to St. Louis University, earning his MA in history there, and then went on and began his PhD program soon after. Uh, after completing those doctoral studies, he came back to his alma mater in 2007, uh, this time as a professor, not as a student. And he became the youngest professor in our history at that time. And from the moment he came back, he became one of the most popular professors that we had here on our campus. His passion for history, coupled with his devotion for students and the incredible generosity he showed with his time outside of class, made him one of the defining figures for many of the alumni here at Christendom College. Over the course of 13 years of distinguished teaching, Brendan taught such classes as the ancient and biblical world, also early modern Europe, late antique and medieval Europe, the Reconquista and the Crusades, Islamic history, medieval Germany, the rise of Western culture, and Ireland and the Christian ethos. But outside the classroom, you could see him all the time sharing meals with students, walking with them after class, engaging them in fruitful and deep conversation. He would always launch our St. Patrick's Day by playing his bagpipes. And of course, the tin whistle was an essential part of the music as well. He even coached the college men's rugby team when it first started off, uh, sharing that passion for the sport with students, uh, both as coach and later on as a fan as well. You could still see him on the sidelines later on playing his bagpipes every time Christendom scored a try. But what a love for life he had. In the fall of 2011, he was given the news that was going to change the course of the rest of his life. He was diagnosed with cancer. He began treatments immediately fighting that cancer with an incredibly strong will and a deep, deep faith. He beat it successfully on a number of occasions, I think at least nine times battling back, returning to the classroom after that. We remember continuously in our prayers his beloved wife Susan and three beautiful children, Joseph, Jack, and Aileen. May God rest his soul. But Brendan's passing was a tremendous loss to his family and to the entire Christendom College community. I remember how Christendom founder Dr. Warren Carroll was overjoyed when McGuire came back to start teaching in the history program here at Christendom. 
And as one observed, he certainly would have heard Dr. Carroll saying, one man can make a difference. Uh, Brendan was that one man here on our campus, and he certainly made a great difference in our college, and we will be eternally grateful for what he contributed. On a personal note, I would have to mention that for eight years he gave himself so generously to our St. Columkill Institute, and I came to know him quite well because of our time together spent in Ireland. He was very passionate about Ireland, passionate about Irish history, and the heroic witness which Ireland had always shown to the Catholic faith. He entered fully into the program's festivities, its prayer life, and its academics. He led the students in their great swimming expeditions, which took place in what he called the Warm Irish Sea. It wasn't very warm. It was pretty chilly. But nevertheless, he got everyone in the water, and they all had a great time. But joining us in prayers, the playing of sports down on the beach, uh, playing his bagpipes on Dune Rock, and Tin Whistle, also at all of our gatherings where he would sing the old Irish songs. But he put his heart and soul into everything that he did. His last time at Ard's Friary, that was the spot where our institute took place up in Donegal, he had a sense, you could tell, that the end of this time was finally coming for him. And the last time we had been there, in 2019, he sent us a beautiful poem, which in many ways I think communicated the greatness of his heart, which I share with you today. He was a great man who should be remembered. The poem was called The Seagull, and I share it with you today. The seagull's cry is heard at Ards on every winter's morn. The ocean, dark, still surges then, its billows frayed and torn. By ice-cold blasts that shriek and howl beneath the pale, weak sun, whose slanting rays bring little warmth ere cold, brief day is done. The gull has witnessed other things, remembers better days, when summer warmed the hearts of youths who swam beneath his gaze, when friendship forged its bonds of steel in souls both young and old, when footballs, frisbees flew by day, by night the fires bold. The seagull never understood, nor could his heart conceive, how precious, fleeting were those days, how could we bear to leave? Why not just stay and e'er enjoy the comradeship we found with man and God beneath blessed sun upon this Irish ground. We have no earthly dwelling place, no home beneath the sky. Ever restless are our hearts until to him they fly, who formed the cliffs above the sea and launched of old the waves that beat forever Ulster's shores to shape the rocks and caves. Christians never say goodbye. We never truly part from friends and fellow travelers with whom we've shared some part of earthly sojourn here below, beneath the changing sky, where still together come what may until the day we die. And so upon that winter day, o'er cliffs and beaches fair, the ghosts of song and laughter seem to echo in the air. The seagull will remember us, the ocean too, the sod, and will remember where we found fierce joy Calm, peace, and God. Brendan Joseph Augustine McGuire, a great man, always to be remembered. Thank you for being with us today, and may God bless you.